Okay, would you like to do our musical interlude? I would. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hi guys, welcome to the Just Roommates podcast. Uh, as I'm sure you're hearing, we bought some instruments. Yeah. Since the last episode, I play the slide whistle, and I have a harmonica. God, that thing is so loud. <laughs> it's the best twelve dollars I've ever spent. I spent more than that on this. How much did that cost? I don't want to tell you. How much did the harmonica cost? Wasn't twelve. How much did it cost? Was More it than that. 20? Well. 25? Yeah. 30? Yeah. It was $3. You know, yeah. I have a harmonica in one of the boxes in my closet. If I knew that, I wouldn't have spent $30 on it. It's also like a bigger one, too. They get bigger than this? Yeah. That one's like actually really small. I was surprised. It doesn't have the same sort of. If it was bigger than this, how would you hold it? What do you mean with two hands? Like a sub? What? <laughs> like, a like a foot sub? long? It's not like it's probably like an inch longer. Oh, I was thinking sort of like massive, like you hold it in two hands and you sort of like you have to work your neck muscles first so that you don't pull no. and you reach like the really high and the really low note. Have you ever seen an instrument that looks like that? No, that's why I was confused. Okay. No, it's slightly larger. Oh. Anyway, um, we uh, we're recording this podcast in the evening late in the evening which is unusual for us um so uh we've decided to make each other some drinks for the show um gerard i'm just gonna jingle it close to my microphone so you can hear that i do have in fact a drink i'm gonna give it to you okay and you're gonna try it and you're gonna try and guess what's in it okay so here we go we're gonna take the first drink do a little bit jiggling on my side so that you know that it has changed hands but I can't tell where the sound is coming from. <laughs> That's actually really good. What do you think's in it? Okay, well, it's definitely rosé. That's true. I mean, you did see me pull out a bunch of ingredients, so... I wasn't really looking, because I was trying to think about what I was going to put in yours. Right. What's the main alcohol in that? I can't taste gin, but I know that it's gin because I saw you saw me a bottle it of gin. Okay. <laughs> But it is very good. It's four ingredients. Five if you count ice. It's got to be bubbly in there. Yep. That's the color. Mm-hmm. There's one left. Water? No. <laughs> the Vodka. last ingredient is lime juice. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's good. It's Michael Buble's bubbly water, cherry flavor, lime juice, rosé, and gin. Let's see. You made one, too. I did make one. I'm trying to remember what ingredients I put in there. Where is it? I hit it. Oh, I see it. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is my drink. I didn't know we were making good drinks. Okay. So just take a good ream on that boy. Okay. It definitely has whiskey in it. Mm-hmm. And it's carbonated. He has an advantage that I don't have. Because I can smell he can it. smell. Yeah. Um, I'm just sniffing it. Yeah, it's... Probably iced tea, bubbly, and whiskey. Incorrect. Uh, okay. You're going to have to try it. Okay. You're going to have to take a bigger sip than that, dude. 
I took like three whole big old drinks of yours. It's really thick. Yeah. Why is it thicker? Is there maple syrup in it? No. It feels weird on my tongue. Drink more. Okay. If you're wondering why I want him to drink so much, it's because I have to finish that drink afterwards. It's not terrible. It's not good either, though. What is that? It's Jaeger. Oh. <laughs> Peppermint schnapps. I was going to say it tastes kind of minty because it was like yep. kind of weird on my tongue. Yes, Wait, it... is it bubbly, whiskey, Jaeger, and schnapps? And also beer. And beer. Uh, like that's that why really it's... shitty beer. That's why it's thick. Oh, the double axe yes. stuff. That's malted beer. So, yeah. Wow, there. this is 100% alcohol? There is a little bit of bubbly. Oh, uh, okay. You know what? It's not that bad. I would um, not put the schnapps or the double axe. Uh, and or then, the Jaeger. <laughs> no, no, no. Because one of my favorite drinks that I make all the time at parties is whiskey, Jaeger, and Coke in a one-to-one-to-one ratio. Ah, okay. And it's actually pretty good. And then ice. You can have that. That's not too bad. It'd be better if there was ice in it, I guess. It is strangely thick. It's kind of like... <laughs> it's really, really thick. It actually gets thicker in the center. You can see. Yeah. If you look down the glass, very you can well. see that you can... See. Well, I didn't mix it at all. That's probably why. Mine is properly mixed. I made a real drink, and you just threw some random liquid. I thought together. we were trying to make gross drinks, so I threw everything that I don't like drinking. <laughs> Except for the whiskey, obviously. Okay, that's enough f- 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 fiddling around. I'm going to tell you a r- story. Hey, I want to talk about bathrooms for a second. <clears throat> if you're eating, this first story isn't that gross, but they will get a little grosser as I go on because I have a couple of them. Okay? So, the other day, I went to the bathroom in one of the buildings I work in. And uh, this is the second time I've seen it. But apparently, downtown, there's a pee gang. And what they do is they go into stalls, pee in the toilet, don't flush, and then write on the wall in marker, pee gang, and then leave. Do you think they're related to the Grand Pappy Puss Puss gang? <laughs> Grand Pappy Puss Puss? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I've seen it twice now. I go into a stall. Huh. Like, I have to take a shit, and I'm like, oh, someone's pissed in this one. So you, like, flush it, and then on the door, P-Gang, huge letters. I'm like, oh, it's that P-Gang. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Calgary. Another another example of why Calgary is a beacon of cultural diversity and interestingness. The bathrooms in public buildings downtown are disgusting, because twice now I have gone into a stall after someone was shooting up heroin and hit their vein wrong and sprayed it everywhere jesus christ i fucking i went to take a piss at like uh two days ago and like the urinals are like across from the stall so you can see the stalls they're like behind you when you take a pee and one of the stalls was open there was a bunch of clothes stuffed in one corner and then a bunch of fucking elastic bands <laughs> on the floor and blood everywhere oh, God. Like up the wall and i was like oh my god that's disgusting and a needle so i just went pee really quickly and then left see i used to work downtown yeah i did a lot of driving like when i worked on the trucks and so i would spend my entire day driving throughout downtown going into buildings i would not pee in the public washrooms 
They're pretty I, nasty. I would wait till I had till I got home, and if I really couldn't, and this only happened once or twice, but I had a bottle in the back of my truck. No way. But I used to, I used to sell or deliver like basically big green totes in stacks of like fifteen or twenty at a time. Right. And I stored them in the back of my truck that way. And sometimes, if I really needed to go. I would leave the door open so I had some light because there was a light, there was a light in the back of my truck, but it didn't work. Okay. So I would roll the door up and then I would take the stacks and I would build a little cubicle <laughs> and I would pee in the bottle. You'd build your own bathroom. And I'd close it up really tight so nothing come out and I would just sort of leave it there. <laughs> and then I would hope that the customer I was delivering boxes to didn't try to help. <laughs> Did they normally try to help? Oh, sometimes, only when I didn't want them to. They would be like, hey, do you need some help? I can climb in there. And I was like, no, no, you're good. I got this one. For legal reasons, I cannot let you in there. For legal reasons, uh, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My brother likes to pee in bottles, too. I don't like to do it. Well, he likes to do it. Well, I'm not sure I like him. <laughs> he <laughs> listens to the podcast. Does he? <laughs> I'm sure you're cool, Ben, to stop peeing in bottles. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he likes. He used to do that all the time as a kid. Be like, oh, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> you just take a screw the lid off a water bottle. We're going to have one less <laughs> listener <laughs> than we used to. Well, that's his problem. <laughs> do you have any stories? Otherwise, I'll lead into another one. I do have a story. I have, this story is about from Vancouver. Okay. Uh, I went there. I went to a really <clears throat> nice restaurant in Vancouver. Um, I spent like $150 on dinner there. It was superb. Uh, I'm not going to say who it was because it's the end of my story. <laughs> but while I was there, I went to the washroom. Okay. And aside from being a little bit difficult to find and receiving zero help from some snobby waitresses, it was extraordinarily clean. I have literally... It was the opposite of bathrooms downtown. I have literally never seen a bathroom as clean as this bathroom it was pristine the walls were like shining and glistening it was beautiful and so i went in did my business and then i went to wash my hands and i got like that really foamy soap right so, so i put it on my hands and i'm ready to go and i sort of clap them together <laughs> <laughs> and the soap rockets out of there at like breakneck speed and goes all over the mirror like, it hits it and splatters, vert like, across ways, and it is fucking everywhere. There is soap all over this bathroom, and I just sort of scrub my hands really quickly, and I trot on out of there, because I fucking hope that they have people who come in there and clean there regularly. Jesus Christ. It was... Yeah, I didn't look at the waitress <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> she was really snobby when I went in. Like, she didn't want to tell me where it was, because she didn't think I was dressed nice enough to be there. <laughs> I went in and I, and I did that and I left and I didn't make icon. I just looked at the ground and shoveled past. I was like, nice weather we're having. Jesus Christ. And that's it? Yep. Incredible. Great meal, though. Properly superb. This has nothing to do with whatever you were just talking about. But I was also doing some research uh -huh. about uh, the street cleaning. Uh huh. Because the other week we got interrupted mid-show mm -hmm. by the street cleaning people. They're like, hey, I'm, I'm literally about to give you a ticket. And I was like, they're giving out so many tickets, she's getting bored of writing them. Mm -hmm. In 23 days, $1.9 million in tickets. Do you yeah. know how much the tickets cost? If you get one of the tickets, do you know how much it is? How much? 90 bucks. 
90. 90. Jesus. And if you wait a month, it doubles or whatever. See, I was also doing some research on this. Yeah. Because I remember talking about it and there was a big deal made out about it in... Well, people were mad because they were getting tickets, yeah. and it was like, well, whatever, fuck you, move your car. <laughs> Part of the reason they got so many tickets this year, which is significantly more than last year, yeah. is because they bumped all of the street cleaning forward by like a week in many, many places in the city. That's, yeah. But then, so they went through then and issued tickets, and everyone was like, okay, that's shitty of you, but I guess... My car was there when you were cleaning. But then they also came back on the scheduled date of the cleaning when they weren't cleaning and still went and ticketed all the cars. Oh, really? That's why there were so many tickets. Wow. I also heard that they weren't warning people. They were also not doing that. They Well, they would. They would warn you like the day before or the morning of. Yeah. It's like, oh, whoops. They cut the budget for signage. <laughs> really? By like... 70% or something. Well, they Staggering. can fucking put that 70% back in because they just made a fucking... <laughs> That's why they, they made a it. toasty $2 million in fucking <laughs> three weeks. So, And you know what? The street cleaning doesn't end until June. So they still have another full month of street cleaning to do. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, Did you know that it was so outrageous that a member of city council got upset about it? Really? He was like, guys, like someone on the payroll... Joining in that $2 million was like, guys, we actually gave out a lot of tickets. Maybe we should, like, slow down here. They're making so much money. By the way, I lied. It's $80 a ticket. But if you don't pay it in 11 days, it jumps to 90 And if you uh, don't pay for 30 days, it jumps to 120 Jesus. So That's at a 80, really quick turnaround. 80 too. bucks each, and they made $2 bucks mm-hmm. <laughs> in 23 days. Yep. That's... That's that's really obviously something is wrong. It's because they didn't put the signs out. Twelve hours prior, at mo- at least. <laughs> so it was like one day, twenty four to twelve hours before they did it. They let you know. But then they were also coming back, and doing it again. Yeah, because they I didn't, didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was in the article that I was reading. They were they would set up their signs, and they would be like, "Hey, we're gonna do street cleaning on like." april 20th and then they would clean that street on the 10th but the parking officials would come on the 20th when they weren't cleaning the street anymore and they still went and ticketed everybody huh which is why people are so angry (laughs) i don't know if that would hold up though right you could challenge that one because the well you could challenge the ticket but they still issued all of the tickets and somebody is just gonna pay it Oh, everybody would. A pay lot that. of people are just gonna pay it because they don't want to have to fight city council. There was okay, so this reminds me. I was at my friend's house, and uh, her mom was there, and her mom works with seniors, and they have these like books of like weird situations that are written specifically to keep old people engaged in conversation, and they're all like true stories that kind of are like, like um. Uh, for example there was one where this band wanted to call their band the postal service but the u.s postal service sued them they're like (laughs) you can't do that um and it was like should they be able to should they not be able to and you were supposed to discuss it and then there would be like facts about it um and then there would be a resolution because it's usually stuff that happened a long time ago um and one of the ones was a man who was out one day and he had like a receipt in his pocket or a bill statement in his pocket with his name and address on it. 
And he was like, oh, this is trash. So he crumpled it up and he put it in a, a city trash can, like in a park or something. Mm-hmm. He put it in the trash can. And like two weeks later, he got a fine from the city for improper use of city trash cans. Because what? in the city he lives in, it is illegal to throw away um, business-related things in public trash. What? So he had literally a sheet of paper that was like, you paid this amount to this company, and he threw it in a public trash can, and that's against the law, and he got a $35 fine. That's such a weird thing. I mean, laws like that exist everywhere. It's yep. part of the way law works, mm-hmm. right? And they do get really interesting, especially in, like, really old countries like England, right? Where it's, like, it's illegal to wear certain kinds of hats outside Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Right? But... I've seen that video yeah, where the dude but, wears but, the ruffly yeah, thing exactly. the queen. Yeah. You can't wear outrageous scarves near the, where the queen lives because it's too outlandish for her. Yeah. Right? But they're not enforced because they're stupid. Yeah. So it's really weird... That that one would that, be that one was enforced. Like somebody would have had to go through that trash can, find that receipt, and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this one." Oh, yeah, I've got someone, him. Like who saw him? Who saw that and was like, "Oh, that's not trash." Like they must have known about the law. Someone had to have seen it and decided to fuck that guy over. It was only thirty five bucks, but the people I was with, um, I was like, "Would you pay it?" Because that was part of the book. Because I was doing it. Uh, we were pretending to be old <laughs> we were using this book to have lively conversations and i was like would you guys pay it and they're like yeah i'd pay it i'd be like i was like i would never in a million years pay that fine but they were all like like yeah no i'd pay it no problem i was like no absolutely not that's stupid why, why would you i would never pay that that's an interesting question actually. even if it is only 35 bucks it, it's what that's a very polarizing issue because most people would be on one side of the fence or the other. But I haven't done anything wrong. Why would I have to pay well, exactly. to like, throw things away you properly? You and me would never pay that fine. Absolutely but there are also not. people who would pay that fine because they would be like, yeah, I broke the law. That was technically illegal. So I guess, but, okay, fair enough. You didn't know it was illegal, which isn't an excuse. I know that. Um, but also, if he had just thrown it on the ground, which is arguably worse, he would have never gotten caught. Because they can't prove that he was the one who put it on the ground. Yeah. It's like, oh, I found this piece of paper with your name and address in a park. Be like, someone stole it from my house. Screw you. Like, that's so easy. Yeah. But because it was in the trash can. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense that it would be illegal. Anyway, you just, when when you're talking about the people who pay their tickets. Let us know if you would pay that fine. Yeah, if you would pay that $35 fine, I want to know. Because I wouldn't. And give you reasons as to why. Send yeah, it to the let email. us know because that that'll that that's cool. Email me justroommates at gmail dot com. Only one M in roommates. Okay, find that book. The book I can get it. Yeah, get it. I'll bring the book and we can read a <laughs> podcast and discuss them. We could do one an episode. Uh, uh, maybe yeah. Oh, I got one. Okay, I got one from work, which I don't normally do. Right. Um, at, at my work, we punch in in the morning and punch out. At the end of your shift. Yeah. Um, and now we have a device that does that for us, which is a sort of fingerprint scanner. Okay. Let me get closer to this. Okay. Um, so basically what you do is you go in and you punch in your code and then you validate that it's you with your fingerprint right. to punch in. I don't know who the hell would normally be punching in for me. And honestly, 
power to them but oh, whatever I, we used to when i used to work at the gas station we would take hour-long breaks and punch each other in and out at yeah. the appropriate time well, that's why i'm kind of mad about it because that's what i would have done but we're also supervised like Can you do it well we're in a super we're in a factory i work in a factory yeah it's not like i can just go? leave like it's not like the, i only work with 19 other dudes it's not like they wouldn't notice if i left yeah, they might it's two people to a line and the lines can only be run with two people. Oh, so if I left, would they would notice because the productivity on that line would be at zero because it couldn't run until I got back. That's funny. Anyway, whatever. doesn't really matter. Um, usually when you, when you do fingerprint, it gives you a value for how well it matches what it has on file. Right. And if it's above 40%, it'll let you go. Okay. Right? That's and a weird... It is. It's a weird value also to display. Like, it's a score. It's not even over half. It's not even, like, we're mostly sure. It's, like, we're kind of sure, so whatever. Well, it's because they assume that nobody could be bothered to falsify a fingerprint scanner to punch out of work. Right? true, yeah. So... Do you need it to punch in? You need it to punch in and out. Okay, yeah. Um, But it tells you. Like, it pops up a little window and it goes, Final score, 68. And it's usually between, like, 60 and 80%. No one ever gets 100%. Okay. I don't know why. But we have this one guy who works there, and he's been there for eons. Right? Like, he's actually been there for, like, 20 years, and he's, like, they're going to make him retire soon because he's so bloody old. Right. But everybody else will line up, and we make him go to the back whenever we do it. And we're not just bullying on him, bullying him because he's old, right? The problem is whenever he goes and he does it, he'll punch in his code and then he'll scan his finger and the score that he gets every time, every day, is negative one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? What? He's, 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 he's old and his fingers have wrinkled so yep. they don't match anymore. They have to rescan his finger. Yeah, they haven't updated it since he started there and the management have watched him do it and they just laugh at him and leave. <laughs> What? That's negative one is like a null value, which means mm-hmm. that fingerprint has never been scanned before ever. Yep. It Why takes don't they him... fix it? It would take no time I to know. fix it. But instead, he doesn't mind because he, he has an excuse to get paid for an extra 10 minutes. So he leaves. Beep, he starts beep, checking out because his shift is staggered to everyone else. Yeah, because he takes him longer to sign yeah, in. So too. he gets in like half an hour later than everybody else. And he leaves half an hour later. So he gets in the queue and he does his thing. And by the time it lets him go, it's been an extra 30 minutes. <laughs> what a waste of time. I know. But they just keep letting him do it. But it's hilarious every time. But Man, if you miss, if you're like running late and you don't quite get to the fingerprint scanner in time and he's made it there, you're fucked. I've gone and gotten food before. But won't he be clocked as late every day? No, because that's his actual schedule. It's being altered to account for his shitty fingerprint. Why don't they just fix the fingerprint? That'd be so much easier. I know, but... You know what it is? Probably no one knows how to do it. Well, they do because we get new hires and they change it. No, 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 no. They add a new person in. They don't know how to change someone who's already been added. And, yeah, you know what? That's exactly what's happening. They're probably the only thing they know how to do with that piece of software, because this is how businesses work, is add a new person and take a person away. They do not know how to change someone's values. I'm not sure we know how to get rid of them. So the only thing they know how to because, do... Because, well, I left the floor for about a year, and I was working up in the front <laughs> and office. And it was still there when you... And when I came back, they were like, 
what was your code? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. It's like a nine-digit code. I don't have it memorized. <laughs> like, I haven't, you know, I haven't done this for a year. And they were like, you need to figure it out. And I'm like, why not? Couldn't they just <laughs> add you twice? <laughs> they were like, because we can't add you twice because it's linked to your payroll. Oh, my God. So we, they would have to restart my entire paycheck, like all of the payment documentation from scratch, <laughs> and hire me as a new employee. Is it an old machine? No. You should look it we, up. Nobody ever trains anybody You should on figure anything. out how it works. And then you can just add other Two people's... Two of me? <laughs> no, you can just add other people's fingerprints to you. <laughs> <laughs> or you can add your own fingerprint to everyone else's and just sign people. You can sign the old guy out. You add your <laughs> fingerprint, sign him out, and be like, you're done, I did it. <laughs> You'll be the only one who knows how it works at work. And they'll be like... How did you do that? And be like, I don't know. It's broken. You guys figure it out. You're signing <laughs> all this stuff. You're just signing in people Everybody. who haven't worked there in like three years. <laughs> just fuck it all up. Because if it's still linked to payroll, they would still get the checks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I did enough, they wouldn't know who was who. Because they would have to just go through. I could just do it every day. Just You could just add an do, extra figure out someone else's code and fucking put your finger on it and sign in people who don't work there anymore. <laughs> You could add in other people on the payroll so that they get two checks. <laughs> and then they'd be like, that's odd. <laughs> Imagine if you went down and like, you're like lead floor guy. You sign him in twice. <laughs> <laughs> so he's getting double pay. If I ever leave, I'm, I might figure out how to do that. And then just check would, everyone in. They would literally never figure out who was doing that. Like, you no. could just make an, a new user profile that's someone who never works the floor. Yep. And just sign them in and be like, it says you signed in on the floor today. Be like, well, obviously I wasn't here at 6 o'clock in the morning. And they so. wouldn't even know because I have to go there every morning. So even if they check the cameras, it would just look like I was punching in. <laughs> yeah, you just pretend <laughs> like it's not They wouldn't know I was scanning. doing it twice. <laughs> that's good. I'm going to tell you about uh, Annie. Okay. She went on an exchange program. Is this going to be gross? No. Cool. She went if on her eating, keep at her. She went on an exchange program to Belgium. And the Don't know why you would, but okay. Well, like, you know, people come here and do that. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> people come to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna make sense to anyone on the podcast. Well, you're not gonna include it. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Well, you know, people in Canada do it. <laughs> people in Canada do it all the time, where they'll get a, a host family to host them for a bit, and then they can live here or and go back. June right. did yeah. it. Our our other roommate did. Yeah. Yeah, like literally, it happens all the time. So this yeah. lady did it on in, in Belgium, and the person who was hosting her was an eighty-year-old woman uh, who could not speak English. Mm -hmm. So this Annie, she was fifteen. Oof. That's young. When she goes to Belgium. Well, they usually do it during school. Well, yeah, but that's early school. Like, I hear people of people doing it for university, not for, like, grade seven. No, when I was, like, 14, we had three Japanese students come in for a month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she was 15, and she gets there, and this old lady who doesn't speak any English makes her live inside the roof. Not the loft. That's very old European, though. Not the loft. The roof. What? So they had a crawl space. Oh, dear. 
and she slept in a crawl space. And then one one day, this old woman gets Annie up and makes her drive with her um, for like an hour to help her 25-year-old son move out of his dorm. It took them all day. So she spends eight hours moving this guy's crap. And then they get it all into the car and the old woman's like, oh, there's only two spots left in the car because of all his stuff. So she takes her son in the car and leaves her there. Oh, my God. At this fucking place. It took her two hours by train to get back to her roof hole. (gasps) What a fucking bitch. Okay. Technically, they are roommates. But holy shit, if you're going to like, like, obviously, this is a kid. Like, you know who's coming. It's like, oh, a child is coming. I'm going to abandon them in a country that you know what it doesn't is? speak English. You know what it is. What she's actually accidentally done is she has gone to Belgium, right? Yeah. And she's accidentally roomied up with like the family the from evil Harry Potter stepmother. Yeah, she's like that's she's from a fairy tale. What a terrible person. Her other person. job is Hansel and Gretel. I hope her or whatever car the witch is down. called from that story. I don't know. Does she have a name? Which one? The witch. From? The one that puts her in, that puts him in the oven. No. Why not? Maybe that's why she was angry. Because she didn't have a name. Yeah. Everybody always remembers the children. Nobody ever remembers me. Hang on. Let's see if she had a name. I'm going to Google it. She did not have a name in the original version, but she is sometimes called the gingerbread hag. And one oh, time. No. Oh. That just means grandma. That would be funny. Did you mean Baba Yaga? Yeah. Okay. Um, she's occasionally called the gingerbread hag, and in Engelbert Humperdinck's 1892 opera, she is called Rosina Leckermall. <laughs> <laughs> Which is German for raisin sweet tooth. Leckermall. <laughs> Sounds like that song by... Pitbull or whatever. Which a fireball. <laughs> what's, her, what's her name? It is uh Rosina Leckermall. Leckermall. Do 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 There you go. So the old woman, the witch from Hansel and Gretel, sometimes has a name, but not usually. Not in the original. Never good ones. Gingerbread hag. It's not a very nice name. You know, uh, uh, there's um. <laughs> there's if it took me a hundred years to get a name, and the name they picked was Gingerbread Hag, yeah, I'd stick some kids in some ovens, dude. I'd be pretty fucking salty. Well, because she lived in a gingerbread house, and she was a witch or a hag. What if she wasn't until everybody just ignored her and bullied her forever? She literally straight up says in the story, "I'm a witch." She might, maybe she was a nice witch. She tried to eat children. <laughs> Probably because they kept calling her a hag. Like, what What if uh, maybe yeah. this story is misinterpreted? Uh, what if yep. they go into the forest and they find this lovely house that's made of candy and they go in and they're eating it and she's like, fuck, guys, that's my chimney. She Stop. invites them in. and then she's But she's like, you know what? Have you read the story you guys of Hansel and Gretel? You guys, come on in. So she opens the door. She brings them in. She's making them food. And they're all like, fucking hag. And they're being shitty. Just genuinely shitty children. And she's like, you know what? You know what? You little cocksuckers. She jams them in the oven. I'm done. Have you read the story? No. Have you ever heard it? Probably. Shall I tell it to you? 
I guess. Here we go. Here's another favorite. Okay, we're gonna. I'm just gonna skip over the boring bits. Okay, here's how it goes. Okay, so there was four people in this family. They were very happy. There was the mom and the dad and the two kids. The mom died when the kids were very young, and it made the dad sad. And then as the kids grew up, um, eventually their dad married another woman, but that woman didn't like those kids, so she was really fucking mean to them. And she made them like she would set things up so they would get in trouble, so the dad would be angry with him. And then one day. The evil stepmother convinces the dad that the children are evil. So um, she's like, uh, uh, take him out of the forest and then uh, uh, leave him there. And he's like, I don't want to. They're my kids. And she's like, fine, I'll do it. And he's like, okay, I guess I'm okay with that because you're hot or whatever. So then she takes him out of the forest and then she fucking runs away. Um, but the kids knew she was going to do that. So they left a bunch of breadcrumbs back to the house and they just show up. <laughs> But they didn't get rid of the breadcrumbs, so they had, like, fuck tons of bread with them on the way back. And she right. somehow didn't notice on the way out. She was like, how did you get back here? And they're like, oh, these breadcrumbs, bitch, you can't get rid of us. <laughs> um, so then the next time, she does it again, um, but she, like, hides all the bread, so the kids have to use candy or some shit. And they get out there, and then she fucking runs away again for some reason, because they fell for it twice. And then um, they go to pick up all the candy, but it was eaten by birds. Uh, so they're lost in the woods and they don't know how to get home. They eat the candy, but not the bread. I don't remember the story very well. Okay. Okay. Carry on. At some carry point, on. some something she figures out that they're leaving a trail and something. Maybe it was they used rocks, but she took all the rocks. So then they decided to use bread. Okay. Anyway, the point is they're lost in the forest. So they like wander around for a bit, and then they hear like this singing and they smell some delicious candy. So they're like, "Oh, well, we're pretty freaking." I'm gonna hungry. be honest with you. Yep. Just for a second here. Yep. This story already sounds kind of shady. I reckon these kids are just genuinely shitty and they haven't got over their mom dying. They're probably just assholes. The fucking just bitch abandoned them in the forest. Maybe, maybe Twice. it's mistold. You're only hearing this story from one perspective. Have you read it from hers? The mums. Stepmums. It's I not mean. a real story. You know that, right? It's a fairy tale. Well, obviously, but maybe it was misconstrued. Look, I'm related to the guy Carry who on. wrote it. Car- fuck you. No, you're not. Carry on. Was, Carry on. Google his name. Fuck you. It's Hans Christian. I know who it is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the kids, uh, they follow the smells through the forest and they come a- across this house made of gingerbread and they're like, whoa, what the frick? We've never seen this much candy in our life because it was the olden times and candy was expensive. Um, so then they roll up to the house and they knock on this door and the old woman's like, hey, what up? What's good? <laughs> and they're like, why is your house made of candy? And she's like, because it tastes good. You can eat as much of it as you want. Come on in. So the kids go into her house and she's like, eat as much fucking food as you want. And they're like, oh, shit, yeah. So they I bet st- you they were calling her a hag the whole time. They were probably like, fuck yeah, hag. Give us more candy, bitch. Well, that part was left out of the story. So it's not. I bet you it happened. It's non-canon. Non-canonical. Anyway, they eat a bunch of candy and then they hear the witch. I don't remember how they figure it out. I think the witch leaves a cookbook out, but it's how to cook children. <laughs> And they're like, hmm, <laughs> that's not good. So then the witch comes in and she's like, hey, I'm going to make a roast in the oven. Come smell it. But you got to get really close into the pan because it's small or whatever. So she takes the pan. It's a huge pan, big enough for two kids. Um, and she's like, look in it. Look in it. <laughs> so the kids like go over and they go to look in it. Uh, but then they don't and they stop. And I, I forget what they do, but I'm pretty sure the the boy kid is like, 
hey, what's this weird spot in the pan? And the witch is like, I never saw a spot. And then she leans in the pan. And then they push her in the pan and close it and put her in the oven instead. (laughs) They murdered her. They murdered this poor old woman. Yeah, and then they ate her house. (laughs) Yeah, they murdered and destroyed her home. Uh, Yeah, and then I think they get home and uh, it turns out the old woman was actually the stepmother. So they ate, cooked her or whatever. And then they live happily ever after with their dad. That was probably not correct, but I got the big details. (laughs) Did you like my story? I mean, I did. But I still, like, you haven't proven my point wrong. What was your point? I forgot. That the children were probably the assholes in that story. Well, she was trying to eat them. She had a cookbook. How do you know, though? The cookbook. the only person who come home was the children. The house was still there. So I'm not bloody... Well, no, it isn't, though, because they ate it. So I'm not fucking surprised that they said... You just said the whole damn house. Well, eventually. (laughs) Yeah, so they probably just went back constantly and continued to eat the house of this woman that they cooked also can i just point out yeah that is a horrifically inefficient way to kill and eat anything what by <laughs> luring it into a pan and then near cooking the oven it. it's like she had the oven going it would be inedible yeah pretty much but i think the idea was to i don't know what the idea was actually she wasn't very bright she got beat by two fat kids like seriously um when we were coming back from Vancouver, and I know I'm telling a lot of Vancouver stories, and I'm sorry, but I'm running out now. So that's the end of that. Just going to go on another trip so he has something to yeah. talk about. <laughs> As we come back, the plane, maybe it was on the way there. It doesn't really matter, really. But the plane was proper full. Mm. Like, there wasn't enough spots to put baggage and shit. I thought you were going to say people. I was like, how inefficient. Well, the you well that probably happens too when you have a full flight. Somebody people are getting turned away cuz they overbook the flight. Like if they have 200 seats on a plane, they'll sell 300 and just bank on the fact that most of them won't show up. That's such an that's so silly. It's smart though cuz usually you get on a plane and there are still empty seats and they're doing that. I haven't really flown on a lot of planes. Who books a fucking flight and then misses it? Like, those are expensive. People do it all the time. It's not like a bus. It's not like, oh, no. It's business people. I lost $3.40. Who don't pay for their flight. No, you lost like a grand. Yeah. Somehow. I don't understand. I don't know. Um, It could also be, uh, part of it is also people who cancel their tickets sort of last minute. So they still get their refund, but the seat still remains vacant. It's why airlines don't mind if you cancel your flight last minute. They'll still generally try to gouge some money off you, but they don't generally mind because it would have been overbooked anyway. So they're like, yeah, oh, fucking brilliant. You just saved us having to kick someone off. Can I cancel my flight? Be like, oh, fuck, yes, you can. Thank God. (laughs) I was going to kick you off anyway. We were going to have to give someone else a free flight or something. (laughs) Which is usually the way it works. Yep. Um, Anyway. This flight was super full, and there wasn't enough room in the overhead compartments for all of the baggages. Overhead compartments, proper chock-a-block full. Right. Right? And no one really has room for their baggage, although everyone's now seated, and there is, like, one dude who shows up late, and he has a bag. Right? (laughs) And he's like, where am I going to put it? And the obvious answer is to put it under your your seat. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to do that. I don't really know why. But this hostess, or I don't know what you would call them now. 
but the chick who wears <laughs> plain hostess. Girl. I don't know what the correct term is. The dumb broad running the plane. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> running around on the plane. Yeah. Plane I girl. think it's air hostess. Okay. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Anyway. <laughs> the fucking bimbo in charge of the luggage. <laughs> well, she was a bit of a bimbo. Oh, that's rude. Well, she sort of created a problem out of nothing. Right. Because all of the doors are open and they're all full, but everyone's sort of seated and just ready to take off. And then she comes down. Like, with this dude who's sitting at the very back of the plane. And she stops, like, sort of halfway and starts taking bags out and mixing them around. And trying, like, she takes a bag out of one side, puts it on the ground, takes his bag, puts it in there, forgets that that's where she put his bag. And then turns around and she's trying to jam this bag in a spot it doesn't fit. And the dude underneath is like, Jesus Christ, woman, flip it upside down and it'll fit. Because it's like triangular so it's really wide at the bottom and really skinny at the top and she's trying to jam it in wide end first and she's like oh good idea takes it flips it 360 degrees and tries to jam it back in again the exact same way and she's like this isn't working and then she rotates it like vertically so it's the same way just upside down and she's like it's not fucking working and then she starts taking bags out of that side pulling them out and then fits it in and it's like now what do i do with this one and she turns around and she goes, maybe if I just take your bag out and then grab somebody else's bag. So she now has two random bags of people that she doesn't know. Like, she doesn't know who owns these bags. Why was She's she doing that? She's completely confused. And she jams that one, like, the one from one side into the other. And now she's got one different bag that doesn't belong to the dude who just wants to sit down and get on his merry way. And then... She takes it. She's like... Is she standing in front of him so he can't get past? Yeah, she's standing in front of him. And then the people whose bags she's mixing up are getting all annoyed. And then she's like, maybe if I just put this in the back. And then some lady goes, please don't. It has all of my belongings in it. Like all of my wallet, my computer, like my already keyboard. Up there. Why would you well, think it's yeah, okay to move Exactly. It? And she's like, looks him or looks at her in the eyes. And they make eye contact. And she's like, please don't move my bag. And she goes... It'll only be over here. And she walks to the back of the plane, stuffs it in, closes the locker, and leaves. Why didn't she put the first guy's bag there? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. And then that guy goes to the back of the plane and sits, like, three seats away from where that empty spot was. I was so angry at this woman, it ruined my entire flight. I haven't taken a plane in a long time. And I think... You're not missing out. There There was no reason to move those bags. There was no problem, and she created a problem. I didn't even have And then she bag. was getting exhaust exhausted. Like, I was a kid, so I didn't really care what happened, because it wasn't my responsibility at the time. <laughs> I said that word very wrong, and I'm disappointed we recorded it. Which word? <laughs> Exasperated. <laughs> okay. I'll have to listen back, because I didn't hear you. I think it was really wrong. Okay. <laughs> Just don't include the part where I, I say that I knew I said it wrong. Oh, I'm probably going to put it all in. Anyway, um, I think that's going to just about do it for us today or this week here and the Just Roommates podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you want to keep up with us, you can follow me on Twitter at The Icy Diver. That's T-H-E-I-C-Y-D-I-V-E-R. And if you're that woman and you're listening to this podcast... Thanks for listening, and Google tessellation. Which woman? The flight attendant? Yeah. Don't interrupt me when I'm... Flight attendant! That's what it's called. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, if you enjoy Gerard, you can follow him on Instagram at the Better Roommate, spelt incorrectly with only one M in roommate. 
Um, if you have any fun roommate stories or things that uh, you think would be good on the podcast, you can send us an email at justroommatesgmail.com, which is also spelled incorrectly. There's only one M in roommates. God, I hate that email. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the original one. Um, uh, special thanks to our artist, NB, for the cover art for our podcast. You can follow them on Etsy. That's uh, E-N-N-B. And uh, I guess that's going to do it. So we'll see you guys next week.